Hello, welcome back, horse girls and guys. So I am back today on a Tuesday, which is not normally the case if you normally listen to the podcast. Um, but some of you may have noticed I did not do an episode last week because honestly, I don't remember. I know I had something going that day last Thursday, but I don't remember what it was and I didn't have time to film the episode. But today I'm just going to do two episodes or not today, this week, we're going to do two episodes because why not? And the year is almost over and it will mark the quote end of this season. Um, I film or I record my podcast on Anchor and you can do like different seasons. So I think after um, December's over, I'll just mark that as the end of the season one and then next year will be quote unquote season two. But uh, yeah, so welcome back. I hope you guys are having a good holiday season, um, holiday feels. You know, I saw a Facebook post the other day that I kind of resonated with and it was like just a little, you know, inspirational type status of like how as an adult you finally understand why older people lose like the magic of Christmas and stuff because we're broke, we're tired, we're drained, um, and all of that good stuff, especially like being in your early 20s and you're kind of on the struggle bus route and then you got to worry about like buying gifts and stuff. And, um, you know, some families are really cool about like you don't have to buy gifts and stuff. But personally, I just, I, I always feel like I need to use this time to show the people in my life that I appreciate them and buying gifts is like a way I feel like I can do that. Um, I think I talked about this maybe in the episode I did around Thanksgiving, but um, like the men in my life that helped me out with, you know, fixing my vehicles and building things for me and, you know, my mom for buying me groceries every time she goes to the store and I don't even ask her. She paid to help me fix my car earlier this year. Stuff like that. I feel like this is the time, you know, that I can show them that I appreciate those things that they do and and buy them something. Um, so yeah, my siblings, I buy for them. My little siblings, I of course buy for, but even my older siblings, I like to like get them something, even if it's something small. Um, but yeah, so I'm just one of those people. And, you know, the problem is that I have seven siblings. <laughs> so I buy for my two little siblings, of course, on my dad's side. And then like three or four of my adult siblings, I buy for them too. But anywho, I hope you guys are having <laughs> a less stressful holiday season um, this year. But today in this episode, I figured we would do something a little bit new. Um, I want to try some different things out for the podcast. So today we're doing 20 questions with a horse owner. And um, I kind of just brainstormed like 20 random questions that aren't just like the boring, like, what discipline do you ride? Um, English or Western? Uh, just like boring stuff like that. So we're going to play 20 questions. And um you know, maybe eventually if this podcast ever like gains some traction and stuff, I'll have some guests on here that we can we can do this stuff with. But for now, you just get to listen to me talk. Sorry. But uh, here we go. So first question I have is, who's your favorite horse? <laughs> and 
if you guys have been watching a while, you probably already know the answer that my favorite horse is Sugar. Um, I have currently seven horses, and Sugar is my favorite. Um, you can't really top her if you are new to the channel. I've had Sugar since I was seven years old, so 15 years now. She has taught me everything. She is the queen. She's the lesson horse. She is she's the queen. So she is my favorite and you probably can't top her. But one day when she passes on, I'll have to pick a new favorite. But until then, it's sugar. Um, question two, do you always ride in boots? Now, I'll be honest, I'm really bad about this. And I definitely do not always ride in boots. And I know it's kind of like the you know, equestrian no-no, like you should always ride in boots because they protect your feet and you should ride in the heel and stuff. But I'm just, I'm just a real 20-year-old gal and I definitely don't. A lot of times like bareback, obviously you don't really need them for the heel, but a lot of times I go out, especially in the summer, like boots are so hot and Currently, the only boots that I have are my lace-ups or my Ariats, which my Ariats are fine, but they're like, they're not really work-style boots. They're just your, you know, riding boots, cow cowgirl slash, you know, Western riding boots, and the heel on them is very tall. I used to have a pair of Durangos where the heel was like very flat, and it was super easy to work in them, um, you know, on your day-to-day -day stuff, but these Ariats, they have like a taller heel and they're pointed and they're just, you can't really wear them if you're not wearing jeans. They just look weird if you're not wearing jeans. And I don't wear jeans either. I'm generally riding in shorts and tennis shoes. I'll be honest. It's not the safest thing. I don't recommend it for everyone to do. I just do that when I'm riding at home because I'm lazy. <laughs> Truth be told, I'm lazy and I don't want to put jeans and boots on just to go putts around on my horse for 30 minutes and they're more comfortable. And you know what? If I get stepped on and I break my toe because I'm not wearing safe leather shoes, then maybe I will learn my lesson. But for now, it is what it is. <laughs> what is something you should do but are really bad about? Um, picking up after myself. Um, usually after I'm done with a lesson, like I leave my little brush caddy thing with all the brushes and stuff. I just leave it in the yard for like days because I just, I see it there and I'm like, yeah, I need to put that, put that away. I need to pick that up. And then I get to doing something else. And then I'm like on my way into the house and I see it way out in the yard. I'm like, shoot, I forgot to put that away. Oh, well, <laughs> then I just go inside. So I'm super bad at like putting my stuff away um, and cleaning up after myself. I will forget like my hoof trimming tools outside and then it'll rain. And so now they've gotten rained on and I get mad at myself because I'm like, why didn't I pick those up? Because I was probably, I saw them there, made note of it and continued to walk away and do something else. So I'm really bad about that. Um, I will say I'm pretty bad about picking feet. Uh, I used to be really good about it and I don't know what happened, but now it just like slips my mind all the time. Like after trail rides and stuff, you know, I let the horses cool down, you know, maybe give them some hay or like some grain or something as a reward. And then I chill out. And then once the horses are already in the trailer, I'm like, crap, I didn't pick their feet out, you know, to check for rocks or anything. Totally forget. 
and then I just never do it. So I'm really bad about picking out feet. I need to make a mental note of that more often after I get off, but yeah, I'm really bad about it. What irritates you about your horse? Okay. So like I said, I have quite a collection of horses, but we're going to start with sugar. Sugar irritates me because she is cinchy. She has always been, I mean, for years and years and years, she has always been cinchy. Some Sometimes she's better about it and then she'll go through a really bad spurt again and she it irritates the crap out of me, especially because she knows me. She knows that she cannot bite me, but she's still, I don't know. It's just really irritating. I have done like the ulcer stuff. I give her aloe vera still very regularly to help like soothe any gut problems. Um, I think soon, probably after the holidays and once I like get my vet bills and stuff paid off, once I save up a little money, I'm going to get her probably a Cairo and a massage um, just to kind of, you know, in case she's got like any rib pain going on or something like that, any back muscle pain. And that's why she's being cinchy now. But she has been for literally her whole life, like the last 10 years. She has always been a little bit cinchy, even when like I feel like her gut health is getting a lot better and she's like not near as grouchy. She still like would do it out of habit, I think. I don't know. It's really irritating. But um, that's sugar. Luna irritates me because she just is, I think will always be like hard to catch. Um, she's definitely a lot better than she used to be. And this summer she was really good because I would put them out in the yard every day to eat grass. So every time I would put a halter on her, she'd be getting out to eat grass. So she got really good about it. But then like when fall came around and I wasn't putting them out in the yard anymore, I needed to move them to a new pen and she made me chase her. So it's like honest to God horse. And she didn't even hardly get ridden this summer. I mean, I took her on a few trail rides and stuff like that, but barely got ridden this summer. Like the horse don't even work for a living, but she's going to be hard to catch. I mean, give me a break. And I've never abused her. Like, honestly, she is so much better of a horse now than when I first brought her home. She has really mellowed out and stuff, but she still is like, oh yeah, actually you're not the boss of me. So that's annoying. Um, BB, I think sometimes her squirreliness just irritates me. Um, she is extremely well broken, has been ridden her entire life, and still, like, I get on her and she wants to dance and prance around and stuff, and we've been over it a hundred times. And she's still, she's just, like, squirrely and just irritating. Um, the other ones, I can't really say <laughs> because they're not broke yet. They're all freaking projects around here. Um, next, have you ever ridden without a bra? <laughs> you guys, I would not dare. I have done certain things in my life without a bra on accident or whatever. Um, and I actually have found myself a few different times riding in like a regular bra or just not a very supportive one, like a stretched out one. Oh, I have some like little bralettes that sometimes I'll catch myself riding in and it sucks. Like it sucks. And so there are sometimes like in the summer when it's coming to that point in the afternoon that I need to go out and work horses, I will come inside, literally just change my bra and go back outside because I will not dare get on that horse without a decent bra. So no, I have never ridden without one. Um, because that would just, 
why would you do that? What is an embarrassing writing story that you don't talk about? (laughs) So trying to think there was one time a long, long time ago. Um, I was probably like 12, I think, but it was starting to be guys. You might want to turn your ears off for this part. If there's any guys listening, um, I was starting to get to the age where, you know, I was going through, dare I say, puberty and, you know, girl things were starting to happen and I had gotten my time of the month only maybe a few times, like maybe not even a couple times. So I remember it happening and I, I just like didn't know how to, how to take care of it. And so I would just like put a panty liner on or something like that, which is obviously not enough. And I remember there was one time that I was out riding sugar and that time of the month came around and it got through my jeans and onto my saddle and there was like dark stains on my saddle seat and luckily I think I did try to scrub them out and obviously that didn't work but luckily it kind of just looked like dark leather wear marks and so like it it wasn't bright red it you know after it dried and stuff it was kind of like brown and it just looked like dark like wear marks from the leather so I was like okay well maybe it could pass as just like some dark marks and and my dad ended up selling that saddle back to the person that we bought it from and now I just wonder like did they ever figure it out like what it was because I was really hoping that it would just pass as like some wear marks in the leather but who knows second um, there was one time that I went on a big group trail ride with everybody and I did not realize that the pants that I had put on that day had a giant hole ripped in the crotch, like a big, huge hole ripped in the crotch. Now, luckily I was pretty young, so I was wearing like full coverage underwear, but, um, it was pretty embarrassing. Like I was constantly trying to like face people and not, um, be turned around to them and, when I got on, I like went over to a corner where there was nobody around so I could get on and stuff like that. But, um, that's another one. I guess I don't really have anything worse than that, I guess. Um, have you ever had an emergency bathroom situation on the trail or at the barn? Um, I have never had an emergency bathroom situation on the trail. I'm actually really good about holding it on the trail. Um, I don't even know if I've ever had to get off and go to the bathroom on the trail. To be honest, there's a few parks that we ride at that have a couple outhouses out on the trail, which is super cool. Um, but I have never definitely at the barn because at the last barn I was at, they did not have a bathroom. So I would have to like use a stall or whatever. And that was awful. Um, so I have always told myself when I build my own barn, it will have a bathroom in it. Um, but never on the trail or anything. I did come across a Facebook post one time of it's in like one of my endurance groups and somebody commented like, what do those of you that have IBS do out on the trail? (laughs) And there's all these people with like IBS and stuff that were commenting like, don't eat greasy foods, no sausage for breakfast, limit your coffee intake and all of that kind of stuff. And it was just really funny because I was like, I would have never even thought of this issue like 
if you're an endurance rider and you have IBS. Good luck. I don't know what to tell you. I don't have that issue, but yeah, I've never, I'm, I'm glad I've never run into an emergency situation out there. Um, ever had any cute cowboy luck? <laughs> That's going to be a no for me. For one, I have been in two long-term relationships in my life and I'm only 22. So that has taken up the majority of my dating career. But the area that I'm in, we don't really have cowboys. I mean, there are some horsemen, but not very many. It's predominantly women. Um, There is like some bull riders and stuff around here. Also not very common, but there is some. Um, And honestly, all of them are kind of just douchey in my opinion. (laughs) Um, At least the ones that I have met. I'm sure there's great guys out there. But yeah, no, never any cowboy luck over here. How do you feel about, quote, fake country girls? So I'm assuming this means the girls that wear their cowgirl boots to the county fair every year, to the concerts that have never been on a farm a day in their life, that drive big trucks, that have never been on a farm in a day in their life, have probably never hauled anything, um, and that type of thing. And honestly, I don't care. I really don't care. I'm not one of those people that like is going to shame somebody for wearing boots or like buying a pair of boots to only wear to concerts and never actually see any manure. I don't really care. Like, girl, you do you. If that's what makes you feel good, go ahead. But I will say, I don't know. They just, it's just kind of whatever. Like, as long as you're not trying to convince everybody that you, you know, do actually work on the farm, even though you don't, then I don't really care. I don't really care. Is there anyone at your barn that you cannot stand? So I'm just going to apply this to the barn that I work at because my current house, I only have one border and I do like her. So the barn that I work at, there's definitely some people that I don't like. I don't know if there's any borders that I can't stand, but there's definitely some that I don't like. Now, my barn manager has to actually deal with their problems. So if you asked her, it's probably a different story. But so far, there's nobody that I like can't stand. What I really hate is like when they stand right in the middle of the aisle when I'm trying to clean stalls and I can't get the skids tier through and stuff. And it's just like, oh, my God. But nobody that I can't stand. What is your most valuable piece of tack? Um, I will say I have one saddle that my dad told me he bought for $800 when he first bought my horses for me. And that would probably be my most valuable thing. I don't have anything else worth more than that. Um, What is the most you've ever spent on a horse? So I was thinking about this earlier. And I think Grace was the most expensive horse I've ever bought. I'm a horse like project resales type of person. So I don't spend big bucks on horses generally. Um, And all of my horses have pretty much been around the $500 mark. I'm not counting soccer and sugar because my dad bought them for me. So they were gifted to me. Um, But all of the other ones after them. Grace, I paid $1,000 for Grace. And I think that's the most I've ever bought a horse for. So yeah, $1,000. 
Uh, what is something you just don't enjoy about horses? Um, how much money they cost would be the number one thing. Uh, how much money they cost. And then I hate how like just six months out of the year is just you can't enjoy them at all. I mean, unless you have an indoor space. For those of us that do not have an indoor space, you just you can't even really enjoy them. I mean, you can look at them and stuff and then you go out to feed them and watch them cost you money and you can't even really enjoy them because it's miserable outside. So that would be something I just don't enjoy about them. Are there any big names that you like that get a bad rep? So honestly, I don't mind Clinton Anderson. I know a lot of people don't like him, and I do think that he definitely rubs people the wrong way. Like, sometimes I'll listen to his videos, and he'll make a comment, and I'm just like, ooh, I can see why people hate you. But I don't mind him. Like, I don't really take it to heart or take it personally or, like, take it that seriously. So I can usually just brush off those comments. But as far as his training, I think his training is fine. I kind of like him, you know? I just, I think his personality is, you know has a lot to be desired I guess and that's why he rubs people the wrong way but I don't think that he's a bad trainer um another one is Fallon Taylor I actually used to not like her at all just because of like I think there's kind of this group of people that just don't like her and I kind of fell into that and like read all the reasonings and would see like the hate pictures of the bits she uses and this and that and the star fishing and stuff But now that I'm older and I can kind of reevaluate that stuff and I do watch her YouTube channel and stuff, I actually really like Fallon Taylor. I think she is very wise. I think she has a lot of awesome input into the horse world. Um, And I really enjoy her content and her, you know, boss girl energy. And, you know, I I don't know. I like her. Um, Let's see. The most memorable ride you've ever had, good or bad? I think I have to say my first endurance ride for this one. At least right now, that's my most memorable ride. Um, there was actually, when I used to work at the horse ranch, um, a couple of us went out on like a bareback ride and we went all the way back into the meadows and everything and we went on this long bareback ride and we had so much fun we just laughed the entire time and my actual stomach hurt the next day from laughing so bad like my abs were sore I gave myself such a headache um and we had so much fun on that ride so I do remember that one um but the (laughs) the worst ride I think I ever had um well, I guess it Jeez. I had a very memorable ride on Sarah the first time I took her out on the road and we went off property. Melanie was with me for that one. She knows how awful that was. Um, and then my first endurance ride, I remember I just was like, oh, it was really fun. Like the first half and then the second half, I was so tired and I rode in my English saddle. I didn't have half chaps on and I didn't have those like fleece stirrup leather covers and it was hurting my legs so bad my butt hurt so bad it was so hot I was so ready to be done and then like it's like every minute there'd be like four more miles and then like half an hour would go by and we'd still have four more miles and I'd just be like oh my god I just want to be done so that 
was very memorable. My first endurance ride ever was a 25, so it was a lot. But um, equestrian pet peeve. Um, my biggest pet peeve about the equestrian world is people that look down on your horse or people that don't take your horse seriously. Uh, my barn manager actually told me yesterday while we were cleaning stalls, there was a boarder in the aisle tacking up their horse and she was bringing in another horse from a pasture and put it in a stall right by where they were tacking up. And the boarder goes, who is that thing? And my barn manager was like, really? Like, why, why did they need to say that? And that's the type of stuff that is a giant pet peeve of mine. And I was like, I would have told him that's a horse. And her name is what, what horse did you say was Roxy, I think. And her name is Roxy and she belongs to some very nice people. So I don't know. Like, that's just unnecessary and rude. And honestly, these boarders, their horse irritates the crap out of me every single day. So if you think it's necessary to belittle somebody else's horse, take a look at your own horse. I don't care how much money it costs. I don't care how well he's bred. How does he behave every single day? What are his habits? Because you board your horse where we have to take care of it every day, not you. So you don't get to be irritated by it all the time. I can't stand their horse, honestly. He is probably one of my least favorites. So it's like, but okay, you know what? I just, I don't have time for people like that. Are you a feed slash hay snob? Um, I, I don't think I am. So this is a good question because I don't think a lot of people realize when they are, but I will definitely say that I don't think that I am a hay or feed snob. I do like having decent quality, but I definitely think there's some people that are really over the top about it. And my boarder actually, she has called herself a hay snob before. She has very, ag- uh, sorry, um, she has very high expectations about hay. And that's fine. Like, you know, horses should have good hay. But I am definitely not as picky. My horses, for the most part, are easy keepers. So they can pretty much just have like waterway grass hay, like straight grass And that's fine. Like, obviously, it's not going to be very high nutritional value. But as long as it's not, like, dusty or moldy or just gross, as long as it's clean and, you know, it's not full of weeds. I don't like when it's full of weeds or thistles. Then I'm not really that picky about it. Grass, alfalfa, mix, you know, whatever. It's fine. I'm not that picky about it. Um, As far as grain... It kind of depends. It really depends for me if you're feeding grain because your horse needs grain to keep weight on and stuff like that, or you're just feeding it as like a treat or just something to mix your supplements in with. It it depends. Like BB and Oakley both get grain every single day because they do need it because they're both a little bit harder keepers. And for them, I want good quality grain. They get the neutrinos pro force fuel and it's a really good grain it's high in protein it's high in fat etc and i think you know you should splurge if your horse is relying on it in their diet sugar and luna get like crap grain <laughs> they get the cheap like 12 percent just bland dry pellets of grain or sometimes i'll even buy them just like some sweet feed and they get a very small amount a day um, just to mix sugars aloe vera with or Mare Magic with. And so it's not a giant part of their diet. Their diet is primarily hay and they get a little, you know, couple handfuls of grain at night for their supplements. That's, 
that's kind of the difference for me. So I wouldn't really say I'm a snob about it. Um, horses that you don't enjoy. Good question. Um, I would say horses that have rude manners or just don't have manners. Horses that have like super annoying habits. And yes, I know all horses have their things. They have their corks. But um, there are some horses at work that just are so obnoxious every single morning when I'm getting grain ready. They're just like, they're pawing at the ground or they're kicking the stall or they're whinnying, like just nonstop grunting and just like, it's so annoying. And I'm like, I don't like you. (laughs) I just don't like this horse. Um, Horses that trash their stalls. We've had two at the barn that I work at that have just not been good stallers. Um, And I think it's a very important skill for horses to have to be able to be stalled. Um, And these ones just get stalled at night. It's not even like they're in there all the time, but they just pace back and forth and back and forth all morning long until you let them out. They trash their hay. Um, They just, yeah, that I don't enjoy. Um, And then in general, yearlings, (laughs) pretty much as a whole, I just don't really enjoy um, because they're in that baby phase where they've got an attitude. They want to put their mouth on everything. They don't really have manners yet because they're like too young to have really caught on and learned much. Um, So they're always up in your space and your business and they're so irritating. And when you do try to work with them, they're a lot more reactive because they don't know. And I get it. They're babies. Like that's, that's what yearlings are. I just don't, I don't want to work with them. I just give me, give me them when they're two or three and they've matured out a little bit. So yeah. Okay. I'm going to wait a few seconds because this is going to stop recording. Two, one. Okay. We're back. Um, Chance is still in that like super cute baby phase. So I I like Chance, but I just know when he becomes a yearling, I'm going to be like, ugh. Put him out to pasture till he's three or something. No, I'm sure I will still work with him, but I'm sure he will irritate the crap out of me. Um, something that horse owners overthink. Um, so I kind of touched on this with like the feed and stuff. Like, I know definitely I think that there are some people that overthink hay quality a little bit. Not always, you know, sometimes it's justified, but there are some people that I think go a little bit over the top, especially um, with foxtail, there are some boarders at our barn that just, oh my gosh, they're pasture horses. My barn manager has told me multiple times that somebody will have rummaged through the entire round bale with a slow feed net on it because they found one singular foxtail in it. And they'll got to bring it into it and they're like, oh my God, I found a foxtail in the hay. And it's not even the kind that like causes any damage. Like it's the big, huge, fluffy kind or something. And she's like, oh my God seriously like there are some people that are so over the top um there are some people that are so over the top about blanketing and seriously overthink blanketing um I'm not against blanketing as a whole I think that sometimes it is useful I think there are horses that it's necessary for but there are those people that think their horse is gonna fall over and die in the winter time if they don't 24 7 have a blanket on and they're not in a stall every night (laughs) Um, so there are people that overthink that. Um, there are people that overthink like their horses. I don't know. Sometimes their horses habits or their horses health. 
when some things just aren't a huge deal. Um, trying to think what else. I think that's probably, that's a good one. I don't know. I can't think of anything else right now that they overthink. Um, would you rather board or have your horses at home? So I've talked about this at length in other videos, but personally, I think I would rather have my horses at home. I have done both. I've had horses at home my whole life. I have kept horses at other barns for years. Um, and as a whole, I think I would rather have my horses at home, especially now at the large boarding facility that I work at. I've always had my horses at small boarding facilities. So there's never been an overabundance of other people there. But now that I work at a large boarding facility, I don't think I would ever want to have horses there. Mostly because the things that I see every day are all of these horses like developing awful habits, like pinning their ears at you all the time, trying to bite you, banging on their stall every morning because they want food or they're tired of waiting to go outside. Just all of these dumb habits that their owners are not there to fix and their owners don't get to see them every day and they they get angry at us help for trying to fix them or for correcting them and i will say that i am not going to be bit by anybody's horse i'm not going to be kicked by anybody's horse i will absolutely correct your horse if it tries to put its teeth on me i'm not tolerating stuff like that because at that point it's a threat to my safety but all of the just rude things that horses learn to do at a big boarding facility where everything is about efficiency. Um, I don't, I would just wouldn't want my horse in that situation. Another thing that really irritates me is when I put horses out in their paddock every morning and I undo their halter and they just rip their face out of the halter and walk away. I cannot stand that. I will not let my horses do that. You will stand right here until I walk away from you and you're not going to rip your face away from me and take off. But like, Borders, they can't control that. They have no control over that because they're not here dealing with their horses every day. They don't get to see that. And it's not our job as the help to train your horse or correct your horse. Even even if we do correct your horse, it's not our job. It's it's not our responsibility. But yeah, it's so it's kind of just the shitty end of the stick for both deals. Like I have to deal with your horse's dumb habits and you're not here to fix them or correct them or even see them. So you might not even know about them. But for those reasons, I'd rather have my horses at home. Having my horses at home is obviously so much more work, and it does test my patience on a daily basis. Every time I go out there and I see them, you know, sticking their head through the fence or chewing on my gate or chewing on something else, and it's like, why do you have to do that? <laughs> but, and you have to pay to feed them, and you have to worry about having enough hay on hand at all times, and it's just, so yeah. To an extent, having your horses at home is in its own way stressful, but my horses are all under my supervision and they don't have any rude habits, so I'm happy about that. But that's all the questions that I have today, guys. So I think in the next episode, I want to kind of continue this type of thing. So I think I had an idea that maybe the next episode on Thursday, we could do like a would you rather type of thing. So if you've made it to this point in the episode, leave down below a comment if you're on YouTube. I don't know if you can comment on Spotify or anything like that, but send me your suggestions for some would you rather questions that we can do in the next episode. 
But other than that, I really have to pee. So I'm going to go ahead and get off of here now and try and get this up for you. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you on Thursday for the next one. Bye.